Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, the whale capper Drew Densick stops by coming up in hour number three. All our bets for tonight, power hour, final hour, including the Monday Night Football doubleheader with the Dolphins and the Titans, the Packers, and the Giants. Ah, oh, but how great is this? I love Monday Monday shows here. You better, you bet. Magnificent football Mondays. Getting to handicap the next week coming up in the NFL. Talking about all these games. Giving our initial thoughts. Injury information. Talking about the games we just watched. It's the absolute best. So let's get to it right now. We will begin our handicap at week 15 in the NFL with P-squared, B-squared. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your blood. Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. All right, buddy. Let's start, as we always do, with Thursday (laughs) Night Football. It's just, I mean... What a, that's just, you know, like, to be fair, like, we thought Patriots-Steelers was going to be a horrendous game, and it actually turned out to be pretty good, so maybe, maybe this game could be pretty good. Or maybe it'll be absolutely dreadful. So the game coming up on Thursday night for Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit will be the Las Vegas Raiders. It's it's the AFC West. It's the Raiders and the Chargers. Uh, Raiders and the Chargers from Vegas. Uh, you know, the Raiders who lost yesterday to Minnesota. 3 nothing. Not in a hockey game or a baseball game, but a uh, 60-minute professional football game. So the Raiders shut out yesterday by, you know, the the dynamite shutdown Vikings defense. The, the purple people eaters v, v2.0. Not exactly. It's a miserable performance by Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders offense yesterday. And they find themselves three-point home favorites against the L.A. Chargers. Now, if you missed yesterday's action, you're probably saying to yourself, Man, Justin Herbert must be injured if this is the point spread. You're right. Fractured index finger on his throwing hand for Herbert. My guess is he's done for the year. And like, I don't know. We also thought he wouldn't play in week three last year after he like had his ribs busted up against KC. They forced his way onto the field and they got blown out by the Jaguars. Yes, it's possible he could talk himself into the lineup. But I mean, they just gave him you know infinity, infinity zillion dollars. I would be surprised if we saw Herbert again this season and very unlikely to play where the reports coming out from NFL insiders earlier today and the betting market tells you Herbert's not going to play, right? So very likely to be Aiden O'Connell against Easton Stick, who uh, who relieved Herbert yesterday and had the funniest throw of the day, had Austin Eckler wide open for a touchdown and threw the ball about 150 miles per hour at his helmet from like three feet away. I, I like was like dying laughing watching that. I think the announce crew was as well. So Raiders with O'Connell, Chargers with Stick. Raiders a three-point favorite, Ken. And the total's <laughs> 33 and a half. And like, I, don't, I don't know. Should this total be like the Patriots-Steelers was, even, yeah. even in pristine weather conditions in the Dome? Thoughts here on the Raiders and the Chargers. Thursday night, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Doesn't mean you can't win money on it. This is the same with Patriots-Steelers, right? Just like, what a stupid football game. Like, what a really dumb game. And uh, like a fake, like a game that doesn't matter. Just, it's just, I get it. I, and in a in a very weird, like masochistic way, like can't, can't wait for Thursday night. Like, I don't even know what we're going to see. Um, in terms of the market for the game, yeah, I mean, I, like we, we talk about downgrading quarterbacks all the time, going from a starter to a backup. What's that worth? Uh, there are some teams... Jets, although I don't know, we can have that conversation. Uh, Browns, 
you know, where like you, you're going back and forth and quarterbacks might have one with the Texans this week as uh, we just got a report that CJ Stroud's still in concussion pro- con- uh, protocol after he got hit in the Jets game yesterday. Like what what's the downgrade worth? What do you what do you make of the matchup with a the quarterback A versus quarterback B? I mean, this is like the, the biggest drop off you could have tied with some of the other drop offs. Like we thought Burrow to Browning was bad. Turns out Browning's OK. I don't Turns think out we're going when to Burrow exit comes this back, game. it's a downgrade. Yeah. It's, when Burrow comes <laughs> right. back, it'll be a downgrade. <laughs> I, I have a feeling we're not going to exit this game making a similar statement. <laughs> just, a, just a feel that I have. Um, and not even like, doesn't even have to be about Easton Stick. It's just like it's Chargers offense been pretty rough so far. Yeah, like, uh, so making a number on the game just proves uh, like a, a fun exercise, but it's a lot of guesswork involved. And the other question that I have here, like a really a macro question about this game and what the numbers should be, because we were talking a little bit about what we liked. And I think you said, like, did I bet anything? And I go, no, like I maybe the Raiders are a little more likely to win than this number. Like there are two questions that I think are interesting here. One, I one, I know the answer, but like just to make sure. And then two, I don't know. So like question one is. Is Aiden O'Connell do this guaranteed like of playing this entire game? Is, okay, like number one, is, <laughs> is Aiden O'Connell guaranteed to play every snap of this game at quarterback for the Raiders? And issue number two, is Staley going to get fired after this game? Like, what do you make of both uh, of those? Okay, so issue number one, Jack Germans. Well, what's the Eleanor Cliff? I always forget her Eleanor Cliff. That always Morgan makes me laugh the hardest. Of the New so, Republic, well, yeah. Um, so here's my sense on, and I, I, I think I've got the right answers to both both your questions. So the Garoppolo question, who would be the author of that book? The Garoppolo conundrum. The Garoppolo question. <laughs> the I mean, Garoppolo adult film question. star somewhere in California. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, no. and that 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 one hits hit, that that one's hit way too much on the nose there for Jimmy G. Um, so yesterday, and we'll talk about this when we talk about the Vikings Bengals game. Kevin O'Connell pulls Josh Dobbs at the end of the game. Here comes Nick Mullins, who immediately hits T.J. Hawkinson for 26 yards. They end right. up kicking a field Wins goal. The game. Right? So, like so great decision, my, O'Connell, too. By the way, ab- yeah. absolutely. My sense is is that if he was going to pull Aiden O'Connell for performance, it would have been at the end of the game yesterday, um, when Antonio Pierce took the job over. The line that he gave was Aiden O'Connell is the starter for the rest of the year. I think that O'Connell has this job barring injury. I think that he could be really bad, and I think that he keeps the job. I don't think Garoppolo goes... I guess, like, he could have, like, a Peterman first half and throw, like, four pick sixes or whatever, and then, like, Garoppolo right, could come in. To. I think it's That's like I think it's unlikely. Give up 10 home runs. Right, yeah. So, I think, uh, it's, I, think it's, I think it's very unlikely. As for the second okay. question, um, will Staley get fired after the game? I would say no, just based on the way the Spanos family operates. I would say no. Although it is worth noting that you have, you know, a ready-made head coach, interim head coach in Kellen Moore, and you get to, like, evaluate Kellen Moore because, like, Staley ain't coming back. He ain't coming back next year. Just like, okay, if you're evaluating Staley, like, they lose yesterday. Also, like, you, you didn't really have Herbert the whole game, and now you have Easton Stick, and, like, they're going to, they're probably going to lose. Maybe they'll win. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so, Ken. I. I don't think Staley right. will get fired after the game. Because <laughs> I bring it up because like it would never, like it would never happen on a short week. Like you wouldn't fire him and like have Kellen Moore have like two days to prepare everything for like a you know kind of an irrelevant game anyway. But like it would, it would never have happened today. So like okay, like it, you know, awful loss that they had yesterday. It's almost like did they just punt it a week and then you have like a a longer period between games where you could potentially have Kellen Moore coach. It's just like I, my point in asking that is just like. If that's the vibe around the team, and we'll get we'll do this too when we have a really funny conversation about like Rams Commanders, 
where like the commanders come off their buy and you'd be like, well, normally that would favor a team. Like they'd be more invested in the game, more rested than their opponent, except like, what is that coaching staff, that franchise like right now? <laughs> like, does it matter almost because uh, they haven't like, you know, they haven't made a fundamental change yet. Like the chargers haven't made theirs yet either. So like, do you, what do you get in this game from the chargers? Like not even from an effort standpoint, but just like when you're at the end of something like this where the coach is obviously not coming and everyone knows it that he's not coming back like what do you get it's east and stick for herbert so i i was not totally surprised that this market ended up kind of settling on raiders minus three like very basic principles right you have like you know two teams involved who are not particularly good two quarterbacks who are absolutely brutal and vegas has a reasonable home field advantage and vegas's team rating is probably a little better with easton stick at quarterback for the chargers so like yeah two and a half three like an open two and a half it got bet to three like i think that all makes sense to me that doesn't i'm not like dying to bet something for that reason um the total i guess is interesting too just because like what is a reasonable expectation for the chargers offense with easton stick like is this is this tim boyle like, is it this or is it something different? Like, this is these are very tough things to unpack. Like, it, as I said, there's like a lot of guesswork based into trying to figure out how to bet this game. And, and just like a couple injury notes here that could impact the way we feel about this game. Certainly, if you're going to bet the total of the game. So we kind of await to see, is Josh Jacobs going to be good to go for this game? You know, the last right. we saw of Jacobs on the field yesterday was literally like limping off the field. Um this is a Raiders team right now, season circling the drain. Like, not even in a terrible way. Like, they fired the coach already, right? It was never, like, expected that they were really going to go to the playoffs. But now it's, like, if Jacobs is not 100%, like, you're going to put him out there on a short week. If I had to guess, I, I think he probably won't play. That can change, obviously. And if he does play, is he 100%? And for the Chargers, are you getting Josh Palmer back for this game? You know, there were some there was some thought that maybe he would be back for yesterday's game. They they opened up the 21-day practice window for him. And it's sad that we're having this conversation where Josh Palmer actually matters for a team's offense in the year of our Lord 2023. But, like, he, he really does. He really does. Also worth noting on the Chargers side, Eckler yesterday looked the best he has in a while. Averaged over five yards per carry. Not a ton of work in the run game, but like looked as good as he has in, in quite some time. And that's the best game of Quentin Johnston's career. And and look, he's been a first-round bust thus far, no question about it. Got open for a huge gain from Easton Stick. So maybe like this Chargers offense will actually be able to give you something here. The other thought is, and I don't know if this is going to happen or not. Vic DeFore, who's a longtime like Raiders beat reporter for some of the papers out in the Bay Area, now he covers the Raiders for the Athletic. Um, like wrote last night, he thinks the Raiders should shut Max Crosby down for the rest of the season. Like Crosby had a couple sacks yesterday, but he, he he's hurt. Season's over. Like, what sense does this make now on a short week for him to play? Now, Crosby could literally, like, Antonio Pierce could tell him, hey, we're going to sit you down for the game. And Crosby, like, grabs him by the throat like, and goes, no, like, the you hell won't. you are. Like, no, you right, won't. Yeah. He's like, yes, Mr. Crosby, sir. Like, yes, you can play. So, look, I'm not insinuating, like, the opinion of one person, like, is going to dictate what the Raiders do. But I, I, my, my thought is he probably is not just, like, coming up with that and putting it out there without some hearing something about that from the team. So just, like, a couple injury-related things that could impact the way that we view this game. Um, my thought right now, Ken is I think I'd only bet the Chargers. I think I'd only take three with sure. the Chargers. I haven't done anything yet. I think I would only bet the Bolts in this game. I think uh, it does end up qualifying for like one of my kind of like rules of, uh, you know, late season NFL handicapping. Some of those basic rules you could imagine, I guess. I don't know if there's any a whole lot of genius stuff going on here, but just, you know, the concept that, look, late in the season when 
two terrible teams are playing that have nothing to play for and one is favored by a field goal or more over the other like it's generally to me usually a pretty good idea to and not even take the points in all the games but like look at the dog in most of those games because is there really a big difference between two dead teams basically and i think that's kind of how you're thinking about the game too Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. And in hour number two, more handicap of week 15 in the NFL. How about Jake Browning and the Bengals against whoever it is and the Minnesota Vikings?